Hi, JP and Lucy from the Fitness Link here with episode three. So we've been asked to uh, talk about this topic as it's becoming more and more prominent uh, in today's society and it ties in well with uh, this week where we are on the 20th of May is uh, Mental Awareness Week. So we are talking about mental health, uh, our experience with it, personal and professional, and I think it's a topic that we're both very, very passionate about and fond about and just need talking about. So here we are and here we go. Uh, I shall hand over to Lucy to start and she will give you a bit of background uh, about her journey and her personal experiences, but also professional and how she's gone through into her level three counselling uh, course and then you know a brief chat with what we've experienced being the fitness link and with our clients and then from myself uh, from a male and uh, mental health point of view. So Lucy, where to start? Uh, well, yeah. all the way back to my childhood, I think, is where it began. And I had quite a difficult childhood with um, parents that split when I was around 11 it was a very difficult, sticky situation, which I don't really need to go into detail. But I think that's where it all began. Um, and that's definitely where I started to have issues um, around how I felt about myself, body image, things like that. And I just didn't feel like I fitted in. I was, I've always been quite a warrior, as many of you know. And um, it just kept rearing its head going through my teenage years. Um, I, by the age of 16, had my first experience with a counsellor. My mum took me um, and she was really good and I got on really well with her and it really helped me for a while, got me through my university years um, and I worked through some stuff then. I can't really remember why it stopped, but maybe, you know, it just ran its course. I think I moved as well. And, um, yeah, that was a really good experience and really positive. And then um, I started working after university and went through a few years of being okay. And I had a big team of young personal trainers. <laughs> and um, I... As a personal trainer and as a manager, I became a sounding board for a lot of them. So I had to listen to their problems and, you know, you take all that on board and it can be quite overwhelming and draining. Um, so there was that and I think during that I went back and actually saw that counsellor again just before I got married. I was having issues around that time Um <laughs> JP's thinking really but I, that didn't know, come out did. too well <laughs> yeah but it was mainly my my issues nothing to do with obviously getting married um but anyway I then um went on to have children and it was then that things started to change a bit for me um I decided that I wanted to focus on something for myself and went into doing night school and counselling and I started my level one, I did my level one, level two and level three at evening classes while the kids were young. I mean, crazy why I did that, pushing myself through doing essays and all sorts. But actually, that's where it all started to unravel because you have to go through 
working on yourself and I think that's what drew me to it so I worked on myself you have to have more counseling um and still I did a bit of CBT then I still didn't get to the bottom of it so you know I got through to level three I thought I was going to continue and I thought that's what I'd want to carry on doing maybe while the kids were young um it definitely helped me it made me a little bit stronger and like myself a little bit more um and then um it carried on um I think the turning point was when my eldest turned 11 which was the age that I was when my parents split up and then that's when uh that's about three years ago when I hit rock bottom and there was no way back without sorting it this time I think every other time I kind of bounced back and just pushed it to one side um but this time I had to deal with it because it had gotten too big and so interrupt you there do you think you know you say it's three years ago that's 2017 so I know a lot of members and people listening to this would have uh, known us then and may not be aware that you were going through that so I think it's a testament just for you of being able to you know work and deal with that in a private and personal environment but also just I think for us it just shows you that you know you may think and people portray that everything's okay on the outside but as we know in recent times Caroline Flack for example everything else that sometimes people hold stuff inside and it's that whole thing of the hashtag be kind and stuff so sometimes you don't realize what people are going through uh, and you know the fact that Lucy can talk about this now on a podcast just shows you how far she's progressed and developed as a person uh, so I just want to sort of sound out there that three years ago some of you may not have realized that this was going on but you know we still are who we are and we still have our issues so fortunately at that point I found um a counselor who um kind I would say and I'm sure she'll probably listen to this probably saved me this time quite emotional isn't it? she did though mm. and um I think before that I'd never found the right person to help me and you can relate that to anything in life I think you can relate that to even a weight loss goal or it was the right time I I the right time for me to sort myself out I had no choice I had to do it and, and it was exactly like the weight loss goal when you, you have to have that for that big enough reason to make you commit and make you change uh and it's not like the counseling is, is a new experience to you uh it's not like there's only one way of doing it there's multiple counselors like there's multiple trainers and stuff like that but you need something to make you decide to actually do it and commit to it and then that's where the change happens and it was probably the most painful thing I've ever done and but the best thing I've ever done for myself because um I now know how to deal with it and I didn't and it wasn't until I started with her and she said to me, you have high-functioning anxiety. And those physical symptoms that I described to her, like the lump in my throat, chest pain, and all these, sometimes I've I've had probably two panic attacks ever, and they were when I was running, which was even worse. Um, and she actually made me realise that it was okay, whereas I pushed it all away and was embarrassed, ashamed that I would feel like that, 
didn't want to tell anyone. There were times when I didn't want to leave the house, but I had to. There were days when I'd have to find my game face, which we talk about all the time, but it was hard. I think um, you saw it as a weakness. Yeah, I did, 100%. Which is, obviously, and bad days, everyone knows see that. that it's not a weakness at all. It's, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a disease at the end of the day. Uh, but uh, I think you've now reflected, it's obviously still, you still have your bad days, of, and, and, but you're able to, what's the right, 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 right word, but to see past it and realise why things are happening and why you're thinking certain things. Yeah, and I think the most important thing was that I talked about how I got to that stage and why I felt like that. And, yeah, I think the biggest thing is that it was okay to feel like that and actually that it was okay if I didn't want to do something, whereas I forced myself through a lot of things. And there were times when I didn't, like I'd spend a few days before an event or something absolutely panicking because I didn't want to put myself through that situation, but I always would. But I had to learn that it was okay if I couldn't or I didn't want to or that it was okay if I wanted to say no. So there was a lot. I had to confront a lot of things in my past and a lot of things with my parents. And, you know, it was a tough time for us all because there were days when I just, I didn't want to get up and go out. But there was not one day where I didn't. I still did it. We've been closer going out and... I have been. We've got five minutes till the taxi comes and Lucy's just, I'm not going, I'm not doing it. Uh, and it does, doesn't matter what I say or try and, you know, give the fours or whatever or the positive sides of it, it takes her to realise what's going on and to figure out for, us, for herself. And I think it's been a learning curve for me to realise how it affects her and what I understand is something simple for me to be able to sort of go through in the process and, and not worry about doesn't work that way for someone with uh, high function anxiety and and other issues you know from the mental health point of view uh it's easy for, for me some stuff's black and white but it doesn't work that way for lucy so you know maybe it's in, in at the start i didn't really understand it fully and i may have brushed off a, th- a, a few things but as we, she's learned I've learned how to support in, in what way I can yeah and I think that was the most important thing we always have been quite good at talking and you've known everything that's gone on but to actually t- tell you the way I had to tell you and the support that you give me and everything um was amazing and helped me through it but there were times when you couldn't because you couldn't understand why I wouldn't come downstairs or why I didn't want to, I couldn't find anything that I was happy enough to wear. Yeah, and I'm sure, you know, I'm not sure if obnoxious is the right word, but I would just see it for what it is and go, well, you look amazing, blah, blah, blah. So why, I don't understand why, why you, you know, just wear that or wear this. And uh, it just doesn't work that way. <laughs> and so as much as, I think people want to argue certain points of you should be able to do this or change that or just be this way. It just doesn't work. Uh, And so I think for people who haven't got mental health issues and maybe live with a partner that has mental health issues, I'd say you've really, really just got to open your eyes to it and read about it. Uh, Lucy used to send me articles to help me understand 
and you know the articles I would read would sum up uh, certain certain of her traits and it would help me understand okay this is this is what people go through and this is how it works in their mind so I need to be more mindful of that situation and learn how to respond and just not see it as black and white and just you know give her an answer because that's just doesn't work because it didn't matter what you said I didn't hear it it was already there I'd already made my mind uh, or I was I couldn't listen and I don't know I'd grown up thinking that I was never enough and I was never going to be good enough and that's what it was all about for me I had to learn to actually like myself before I could let anybody else say actually you look all right whereas it's taken me this amount of time over the last few years to actually think oh okay okay you can do this and you can go out and you can you know people aren't just looking at you thinking oh my god look at her you know and I mean, you know, I, to take a compliment, I just don't hear them. They don't sit because that's just the way it has always been. But I am learning all the time how to deal with it. I mean, my biggest thing is my kids and making sure that I say the right things to them so that they don't go out feeling how I did and I don't want them to be anxious. And, you know, I worry about that. And that's my new worry. <laughs> It's always something to worry about. <laughs> I am the world's biggest warrior, aside from all of this. But yeah. Well, but- yeah, do you know what? we say this, and it's now seven p.m. on Wednesday, uh, and at two forty, I in, this is two forty a.m. last night. I shot up in bed because something woke me up, and it was Lucy watching TV because again she couldn't <laughs> sleep because something was on her mind. So I quite often watch from three till five. Netflix is my friend at that time of night because if I if I have something and I've just learned to deal with that whereas before I'd make myself worry why am I awake and what you know or I write it down I've written journals I've read so many books that have helped me as well so many books and you just and I listen to podcasts about anyone and anything and I make sure I have time for me you know there are so many things that I just wasn't prepared to even try and I had to find the right things that were going to help me and I had to be actually had to be quite selfish at times and say, no, I've got to do this. I'm still not very good at it, am I? <laughs> but I am so much happier, stronger. Um, I also let a few friends in. I I told a couple of people that I could trust, and I've told more people over the last few years that I feel aren't going to judge me and aren't going to think it's a bad thing as it's become more more common for it's, people well, to talk about it. And, socially accepted in one way, right? You know, and now I can't believe I'm sitting here and I'm not sure whether I'm actually going to let this go out live. <laughs> yeah, you because I think this is my, I still feel like this is my little secret, even though there are people that know. And I think that's the thing is, if by... Lucy's saying it's her secret. Uh, I, my initial thing is she's worried people will judge her and she's saying that it's a weakness thing again, but well, it's not. I mean, we know multiple clients that have had struggled with certain factors and, you know, and it's just about being able to talk to talk about it. And like Lucy said, she's progressed from keeping everything in, sharing it with me, sharing it with a counsellor, uh, sharing it with some close friends, and then building that circle of trust and now sharing it with people 
uh, and hopefully that means that other people will share and then realize it's okay. And my experience within the fitness link has become so much more, um, what would you say, much more of a, I don't know, because I feel like I can help people. I see this whole thing of people coming to us. They desperately want to come, but there's something that's stopping them and it can be the, the biggest step of their life to walk through our doors. And I hope that we see that and we recognise that and we embrace them into this thing that we've created because nobody at the Fitness Link judges anyone. And I really do believe that we are. That is the one thing that I wanted to build. And over the last three years, I see more of that. Mm. People are willing to share that they have their struggles and, you know, talk to each other and help each other through these things. Because I think everyone's got everyone's back to a certain extent. I, You know, when we went into lockdown, uh, I was more than confident to show that fact that I was emotional. Uh, so I post that video uh, from a point of view, just saying that it's, it's okay to to be emotional and to show emotion because we're all, we're all human. And I trusted the fact that I knew it would be well received and it would just show that it was, it's okay. Uh, and to share with you guys who have, you know, you, you shared stuff with us. So it's a, it's a, it sounds cheesy, but it's that community spirit we've tried to build uh and that you know a lot of people have said you know hq or you know imagining hq now but it's their it's their safe place and it's where they come to see friends exercise and and you know feel happy feel better about themselves and i think that's why with the mental health side we've always been really receptive of just trying to obviously i've seen lucy go through it and uh we try to be receptive and go it's it's completely okay you're not the fact that you can share it with us is the first step and then we're hopefully only going to try and make it better and progress you and and help you through. And like we've said before, you know, when we can see, I think I'm quite good at picking up on these things, having done all this training myself and now actually worked on myself and come through this the other side, I I think I can pick up on people struggling and I think we give them the space to come in, exercise, and if they're struggling, they can have their bad day and still walk away with an experience. And we've helped them release some endorphins and get something positive out of that day. And to know that they can come in on a bad day and feel safe in that environment, because that's how I see my exercise. Even on a bad day, I know it's going to help me and it's going to make me, even some some sessions when I've said before, I've cried halfway through a session and it's not what I want to do and it's not going the way I want it to and I don't feel by the end of it something has given me some little release or you know lifted my mood and so that's for me the importance that we've got between exercise and mental health and I also think diet which we won't go into because we could be here forever is another thing that plays an important part in it all as well. And I found that I've had to remove certain things from my diet to help with my mood. Yeah. So, you know, that's just another thing. But, you know, that that's it really, isn't it? That's how we want it to be. We want to help people know that it's okay. And then just to talk and that there's enough people that have gone through different factors of mental health, from anxiety, depression, to stress, to whatever it is, 
that it would just be a case of speak to one person, open that door, and take the first step of going, it's going to be okay, talk about it. Uh, I'm, I've got a few clients who are very, you know, come very close to me just from that, being able to share that experience and helping them out. Uh, I, I think the longer this has gone on as a business point of view, and you know, we, I started as a, a sole trader, a personal trainer, only worry about myself, training my clients, etc. You know, building a business, it has its increased stresses, and you, know, you'll, you, you'll see the fact that Lucy and I have, you know, what you guys may see as a slightly off day. Uh, but we are only human. Uh, we talk our game face and we take on almost an acting role when, cause we've got to perform and we've got to try and get the best out of you guys and stuff like that. Uh, but you know, we still have our issues and, and our struggles. Uh, and it's, you know, it's okay. And you, you, I think you guys can see, uh, you know, when slightly maybe we may not be on, on our top form. Uh, we start arguing. <laughs> yeah, we start arguing. Uh, but I think it's all part of life, really, and just giving everyone the confidence that it's it is okay. And the more you talk about it, the better. Uh, especially for me, as a, as a male side, we've always, I mean, the expression "man up," right? Oh, shut up! I'll just man up, which is, I think, now probably going to be lost over time because it it. What does that mean anymore? It's it's the old school, you know, you've got to tough it out, we're men, et cetera, et cetera, where it's it doesn't work that way. Uh, you know, I think it's the fact that you we are still emotional human beings and we still have to share stuff. Uh and that's one of my I suppose it's I wouldn't say it's a mental health issue, but it's something that I've grown up through where I went I was at boarding school with stuff like that, which I had a great time and I loved, you know, ten years of boarding school. But it made me very independent because I, uh, some weekends, if you know, if I was at boarding school and I didn't have any mates around, I'd just have to get on and deal with stuff by myself. So I internalized a lot of stuff and just tried to feel that the only way that would be fixed is if I could fix it or if I ignored it and, you know, went through that process. And I still try and do it now. And Lucy will look at me and go, if you don't talk to me, I can't help you. I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine. No, go for a run, do some exercise, let off your steam, come back and talk to me. Uh, and then she's able to help rather than me thinking being stubborn no I'll, I'll be able to deal with it but actually just from a simple point of view of just sharing something sharing my stress sharing what's actually irritating me and bothering me uh unless it's her but no <laughs> is it it just it opens me up and, and lets me out I mean that's my only experience with that and apart from obviously seeing you go through it and then working with clients who have shared their story uh and so I think the bottom line is just feel free to talk about it. There's someone somewhere who's been through the same process and will just be a listening ear and will sit down and just and just listen and let you offload and let you talk and uh, and share what's bothering you. And hundred percent, that's my biggest. If you take anything away from this, find the right person to talk to because that is that is what saved me. And, but, and shit. But, but how many people do you go through? So don't just give yeah, up. Yeah, well, it took me, I think I've, years to find the right person. Mm. Years. and But the right person at the right time. It's those two things. And um, um it, it, she just is amazing. <laughs> uh, but again, it's, you know, it relates to the fitness side of things, right? It's right place, right time. And it's not one thing fixes everything. So, 
just don't give up. Yeah. Same with your fitness and same with whatever it is, business, life. It, each time you fail, you learn a lesson. And and there's loads of quotes about that and loads of sayings and stuff like that. But it is that simple. If Lucy had just given up from the first person she spoke to, she wouldn't have never got to this stage where making a podcast about it and opening up about uh, what she's gone through. Because uh, just don't give up. Just keep working through it. Find the right person. Try, you know, let yourself be a bit more vulnerable and open up to it and be willing to trust someone that will support you, I think. Yeah, 100%. But we don't know whether I'm going to let you press the button and I will share do. this one. I'm going to run away with the laptop. I might run away if you ever share this one. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed it and I hope that's been uh, not an eye-opener for you, but something that you can go away and uh think about and take some positives away from it and we love the fact you guys listen and enjoying our journey through this